Hey, everybody, you're listening to Top Quartile, where we bring you stories from the front lines of growth in community-focused financial services. Well, hello and welcome. I'm Dan Marks, your your host, partner and EVP here, and thrilled to death to have Kristen on the show today. So Kristen, tell us about your role and background and we get started. Yeah, my name is Kristen Curette, and I've been with Community Resource Credit Union going on 11 years now. I kind of started with them right out of college. I went to Savannah College of Art and Design over in Georgia. And when I came back to Baytown, it was kind of like a family visit. I was going to stay a couple of months and I ended up interviewing for the job over at CRCU and getting that as a graphic designer. And from a graphic designer, I moved up to creative director and now I'm a director of marketing. Awesome. Yeah, then we're going to have some fun exploring that background further on the show. For, for those who don't know Community Resource well, tell us a little, just a snippet about the credit union. The credit union have, was originally at Humble Oil Credit Union. It's been a, a pillar in the community, Baytown, Texas, for a long time. We've, we've been open since 1935. And so it, it's kind of morphed into different credit unions. It was the teacher's credit union. When I joined as a small child, it was Southwestern, Southeastern credit union. It was the ExxonMobil credit union. And then now today it's community resource credit union. So um, it's been in Baytown for quite some time. And I've been a part of the family since I was young. My mom started my account way back when. So what's one fascinating fact that most people don't know about Krista? I think a lot of people know I'm a photographer. I shoot weddings and travel photography, but I think a lot, of, a lot of folks don't know. I also shoot stock photography. Ah. I've been working with a company called Stocksy since like 2016 and kind of fun, fun kind of things is people will send me snapshots of my work that they randomly see. Like I've been featured in Kroger, I've been featured in Spotify, Bank of America, Walmart. My work is kind of all over the place all over the digital realm. Another fun thing is I have a friend that owns a design firm out in California and they're rebranding the downtown just district out in Long Beach and they're using some of my stock photography and she sent me screenshots and right now I'm plastered on like a side of a building. That's so neat. <laughs> so it, it's pretty, yeah, it's, it's awesome. So that's kind of my, my second passion. Yeah, well, it fits really well with your, your primary one. So well done. Well, so talk about what's, you talked a little bit about the history of community resource. What, what's growth been like recently? We had a really good year in 2020. We had an increase of like $74 million. So it put us over $70 million in asset, which was really good because as we all know, 2020 was a crazy year. <laughs> um, and our members grew around 5%. And so we're right at around 52K members right now. And so we're Having a steady growth, especially during COVID pandemic times, that's always a positive to, to see that kind of those numbers go up. We also introduced online chat. We rolled out Google and Apple Pay for our members. We um, also have uh, deposit taking ATMs all around town. We've uh, implemented online appointments, um, virtual appointments. So people that want to do their banking from their couch can do so. And then going back 2019, we actually uh, built our new headquarters. And so we moved in there. 
it's been, it was, it's crazy few years because we all moved into headquarters and, and then of course the pandemic hit and we were like, all right, y'all got to go home and work from home. So, <laughs> but now we're, we're moving back. We're, we're everybody's kind of moving back to their offices slowly, but surely. So, but headquarters is beautiful. It's a, it's a gorgeous building. It really is. Yeah. It's, it's an awesome facility there. And so you mentioned you recently, you fairly recently became head of marketing after leading the creative team for a number of years. So talk about that transition. What prepared you in your kind of previous role for your new role and those kind of things? My, I think my experience in tenure really set me up to, to become an, a great leader and be a good manager for my, my team. When I got in the, the role, we were basically in a rebuilding phase. We didn't have any employees under me. So me and the CMO, Thomas Haas, kind of like put our heads together and really looked at our strengths and weaknesses and, and what, did, what key players we needed on our marketing team. And so we really were able to kind of hire those two players and, and really form a really strong team. And I also think just with my experience, it's, it's allowed me to be more of an empathetic leader and communicate better because I've been in that role. I've been there, done that, had to, I've been through the creative process. I've also hit creative pitfalls. So I can talk through that. I can walk my team through that. I know what it takes to get things done. So I can connect the why um, to their work and, and tell them why the work that they're creating and doing, why it's so important and how it connects back to our vision of enhancing the quality of life for our members in our community. Ah, what a great story. And so what are some of the kind of current priorities at the, that you're most excited about being part of at the credit union? We recently, like I want to say a year or two ago, we launched an initiative called Power of Community. I was a really big part of that and branding that and launching that. It's kind of a key theme for us. And it's the idea is together that we can do more. We can serve our communities better. Um, we can be more human-centered. And I think people now are, when they invest in a company or they want to know more about the culture's belief and what's really behind that that company or that brand? Are they sustainable? Are they inclusive? Are they socially responsible? And I think our initiative really puts us boots on the ground and shows the the people in our local community that that we're here for them. We're not only trying to better their financial lives, but we're here to volunteer. We're here to beautify the community. We're here to give back through servitude or, or donations. So we've really rallied behind that. We're also looking to launch a crowdfunding site or integrate it through our website. So our website can just be like the go-to hub for, for all things community related. We want to start volunteering. How do you get involved? Like how I could actually, how you can make an impact locally. Awesome. So like being a community resource. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> cool. Well, and so you talked about the crowdfunding. How, how do you see kind of holistically digital and technology fitting into the growth equation there? I think technology plays a huge part of it, especially now, because we have to empathize even more with our just our digital banking users or online only users. And how can we make our our platform and just that online experience what they expect from us at CRCU? So it's really taking like a look at our processes, whether that is the power of community initiative. How do we get people involved? How do we get people excited? And even through our products and services, like how do we make those streamlined? How do we make those easy, simpler, faster? And so it's, it's making us take a look at, at all those things and, and how they all come together and represent CRC as a brand. 
so that's that's important. And then, you know, your strong background and passion in design and the creative process, how do you make sure that that is infused and kind of grounded in good design so it's not just about the just about the tech that you actually design a great experience for your members? It, it has me looking at the user experience. User experience is design, right? It's not just, is it aesthetically pleasing? Does it look good? We want to know, does it function good, right? So it's making us take a, a look at that and, and looking, you know, putting ourselves in the shoes of the member when they, they sign up to become a CRC member. Is that process streamlined? If they want to get a loan through us, if they want to talk to us, are all these things easy and functional? And then where I come in is like, yes, does it look good? That's that's also very important. How does it make you feel? Because you want our brand to be reflected in in all of those channels, whether it's print or digital. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so do you see yourself getting kind of beyond what might be considered kind of the the marketing wheelhouse and sort of the promotional channels and the website into you know, designing other aspects of the business? We'll see. I, I'm, I'm up for anything. I kind of have my hands in a, a little bit of different projects. One of the exciting projects that I did launch is I actually designed the CRC website. So that really took me out of my comfort zone. And like you said, I had to put on that user experience designer hat because I just couldn't create something that looked good. I had to really think through the process of like, how is this going to work? How is the member going to navigate these pages? Will it make sense? Is the information easy to read? Is it clear? Things like that. So I can take that experience and also look at it through any projects that are rolled out via mobile banking. We're looking at new tech, new products and services that we can add to mobile banking. Or we're also looking at an AOS and LOS, which is account opening loan origination system. So I'll be involved in that. Does it flow good? Does it represent CRC? Does it have our brand? And again, looking at the user experience, is it, is it streamlined, easy, simple to use? As we, as we talked about some of these topics, what are three key takeaways just based on your learning and your growth journey for, for others that, that may be uh, in a similar situation, leading brands, leading marketing for, for similar institutions? What, what would three key takeaways be that you'd offer? Number one, don't be afraid to go back to the basics. Sometimes we, we can do the shotgun approach and we're like hoping something sticks. But I think when I got in, you know, into management, not having a team and having to rebuild, it forced me to kind of get back to the basics. And like I said, realizing your, your strengths and weaknesses and, and going from there, building upon that. Sometimes more isn't always better. So it's always good to, like I said, just go back to the basics sometimes. Don't let perfection be the enemy of done. As a creative, I was always like, oh, everything has to look just right. It needs to be perfect. Sometimes when you start making and start doing, you learn, you learn through that. So don't stress. Don't stress about being the best or making everything look amazing. Just kind of start with each campaign, each email or social media post and, and learn from it and either pivot, adjust, do A-B testing, and, and just keep learning through that process. And the last one is always have an a, a abundance mentality. No matter how long, you know, I've been a creative or, you know, I don't know everything. Things are always changing. Keep yourself open to new sources of innovation workshops, TED, um, TED Talks, podcasts like this one, Dan, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> newsletters, resources, everything. Because like, especially right now, the last few years, the world is changing so fast. You think you got it down and then 
Facebook becomes meta universe and you're like, what's going on, right? <laughs> so you, you just got to always stay on your toes. So just keep learning. Yeah, for real. And so kind of in that vein, if you could go back in time and give some advice to your younger self and kind of maybe skip some of the, you know, accelerate some of that learning, what advice would you, would you give maybe that young SCAD graduate just starting out on her professional career? Oh, yeah. I, I would definitely say pick your head up from the work. It's not all about who works the hardest, but sometimes the smartest. And, and find a mentor, not only in your department, but like outside of your department or outside of your specialty to learn something else and, and grow in another area. And then buy Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> cool. Well, yeah, you, and you, you make a very good point that I think a lot of us either, either sort of were guided into, fortunately, or sort of discovered along the way. And that is younger folks have to sort of take an uh, active management role of their careers. They have to seek out mentors. They have to do, do the hard work, do the smart work, volunteer for the extra assignments. It's, it's, it's got to be an active process. Just the reality is, is you know, it's not going give to be given to us. And so the, the hard workers, like you just pointed out, you, know, you actively learn. You have this learning mindset, this doing mindset, this relationship building mindset. And that's you know, enabled you to rise quickly through the, through the progression and lead marketing uh, just, you know, as you said, 12 years after design school, which is, I think it's a great testament for that kind of holistic approach to work. You know, like you said, it's, so it's not just grinding it out. I mean, the relationship component is really important. The learning important and the work component, they're all, all there. But the, the theme that you highlighted, I thought was excellent, is the active approach. I think, especially when you're young, you're, you kind of just grind, grind it out, right? You're, you're in this hustle yeah. mode of, of getting to where you want your goals. But I think people are also starting to realize these days is like, you know, don't wear hustle as a badge of honor because that's not how right. the, the world works right now. A lot of it is networking and, and meeting the right people at the right time and making those connections. And it took me a few years to realize that, but I learned it. And I would definitely tell anybody up and coming that advice for sure. Yeah. Well, Kristen, thanks so much for coming on the show and sharing your cool story, your background and your words of wisdom. Thank you. Thank you for having me. That's it for today on Top Quartile. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to Top Quartile wherever you find podcasts on any podcast app. And while you're at it, we'd really appreciate a five-star rating. And if you're interested in getting an opportunity assessment, head over to infusionmarketinggroup.com to learn more. Thanks for listening.